What's good? What's good? What's good? This your boy, hey, motherfucking fresh, and welcome back to another It's Up Now podcast. I got my girl, OG Tay, Sweet Key, Jeremy Reynolds, and my boy, D Money. What's good with y'all? What's up, what's up, you guys? What it do, what it do? Man, we done had a lot of errors coming into today. People playing, especially Sweet Key. Uh, <laughs> 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 hey, we're going to go ahead and get y'all started off with the first topic of the day, mental health in the black community. Go ahead and lead us off, Sweet Key. What's up, what's up, y'all? So, okay. We don't really talk about the need of mental health in the black community because, I mean... I don't know what it is. I mean, I'm a therapist and I feel like the black community really needs to, you know, get involved in some kind of mental health treatment. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying that y'all crazy or anything, <laughs> but I am saying that <laughs> necessary. Mental health is necessary. Treatment is necessary. And it doesn't have to be any anything serious. Like you don't have to have learning anything. You can have like just depression or just need to talk to somebody because you had a bad break. Whatever the case may be, therapy is important. It is. I agree with that. Look at it. It's taboo. Uh, when the black community, we grow up, oh, black people don't need that shit. Talk to your mama. Talk to God. Oh my God. Black people love saying talk to God. I mean, I'll talk to God, but damn. So uh, yeah, talk I can't gonna talk back at this point. Like I'm just saying, that ain't even count me. Like, hey, count <laughs> Talk to God while you doing them damn dishes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mental health in the black community is definitely um, a big factor in making sure your lifestyle is, you know, good and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've had my times where I feel like my mental health is off at some time, some cases. I mean, but you know, it's just good to talk over your problems with other people and shit like that, um, regardless of who, whoever it is that you want to discuss your problems with. Have any of y'all been to therapy before? Huh? Have any of y'all been to therapy before? Uh, I've been once. <clears throat> I've been once, and I, I feel like I sh- that bitch wasn't helping because. I feel like I was just doing all the damn talking and I wasn't, she wasn't saying nothing, not, not too much. And that shit was pissing me off. Like, <laughs> it's been, like, I was, <laughs> I was just telling my whole life story and I ain't like that shit. Like, bitch, you got some answers for your boy or what? Man, they get paid to write shit on the pad. You feel That's me? Not, the thing about therapy is oh, they're not there to, like, give you an answer. Okay, they are there to listen to what your problem is and to, you know, help guide you to that better solution. It's not about, you know, oh, I have this issue, so give me, you know, something to solve this problem. Like, no, that's not what it is. You know, and everybody needs somebody who, to talk to who they don't know. Because when you have somebody who don't know you or your situation, it's like they don't have a bias on of the situation. They don't have anything to say about your other some circumstances you have going on in your life. They just know what you tell them. They can help you, you know, figure out what it is that you need to do without actually getting your answer. It's like a light bulb go, go off and you're like, okay, well, I see where this may be affecting this and this is where I need to go to make sure I get to where I need to, go, need to be. 
the time for me that I went to therapy or whatever, I ended up seeing the lady that was my therapist at Costco. And that really did not sit right with me because she was with her husband and they kept looking at me like real weird. So like, I just didn't really like that at all. Hold on, but what's your for black you men, I think, I think black men really, um, we really don't want to do therapy because it makes us feel vulnerable and it makes us feel as if that's the one somebody one up on us you know what I'm saying like yeah. as a man you know we talk to be strong you know we talk to deal with everything we spoke we talk to take on our family's problems and you know carry that on our back so when we run into our problems we don't really want to tell that because then we, we we are in a position to be belittled and looked at as if we're weak and as a man especially a black man we got enough strikes against us and that's the biggest thing one thing you're not gonna call me is no is no you're not gonna sign me you know what i'm saying you're not gonna make me feel like no little boy i'm a man so anytime that we feel like we got an issue all all we know and all we talk is to deal with that shit fuck it don't tell nobody about that that lady she can't she can't help us right 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 what they thing about therapy is like you have Around for a therapist, like Aaron said, like the one he went to, he, he ain't fuck with her because obviously she, she didn't do it for him. So the first one, it's like you're not supposed to quit at that one. You go to the next person till you get it to somebody that you feel comfortable with. I mean, I, the lady I went to, I ain't never seen her in public, but I didn't like her because all she did was nod her head the whole time, and I just felt like I was just talking, talking, talking. That was it. So, but that didn't stop me from going to the next person until I feel comfortable enough to talk to somebody. So, I mean, it's I, just like relationships. Right. I feel like I feel as though that I need someone in like that's been through at least like some of the same things that I've been through, especially being like one of the main factors of what it would be is at least being a part of my community. Like, I hate to be like, um, I'm, it's not really racist in a sense, but it's just like I need for them to be black because they can. That's the only. Like, I, <laughs> no bullshit, though. I feel what you. I know exactly. Like, what you mean. No like, like, I'm not trying to be funny, but I need them to be black because it's basically yeah. like in correlation to like um, white people not knowing what we've been through as far as a culture, right? So how could you understand? You just need somebody relatable. Exactly. Somebody able to relate to you. Exactly. Some of the experiences that you've been through. I understand. Exactly. But what's crazy is, you know, there's not a lot of African-American therapists, psychiatrists, or anything um, in that field. So it is kind of hard to like you know, find somebody who is going to be really relatable. I mean, you can, but I'm just saying like far as you know counselors african-americans are not really like in there like right. they should be you know people do need to go to school to become a therapist yeah. us black people do that so that you know we can work with each other yeah. and you'll feel comfortable with whoever what, what did you have on your personal experiences from it uh d-money uh for me like <clears throat> kind of like jeremy said for real like we taught this man to not really show emotion because like especially in this day and age like we was we know when all four of us was in the group chat the other day about the little situation basically it just goes into that a little bit like we told not to show emotion because when we do we call soft bitch whatever you know yeah but then we don't show emotion we like oh you don't 
let me know what's going on with you, so I know yeah, what's going on. So it's like, you know, we, we, damn if we do, damn if we don't. I don't, so it's I don't like, tell yeah. my, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Don't talk quick. about it. Just don't talk about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want like dealing with a relationship. Like, if I'm in a relationship with my girl, I ain't telling her shit as far as like, cause then I'm gonna be called a bitch. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, uh, -uh. (laughs) (laughs) stop acting like a bitch. Like, like, bro, what? I went from being that nigga who, damn, my man don't tell me nothing. He missed to do it all by himself. To damn nigga, you is a bitch. Why you feel me? (laughs) You feel me? I'm the same nigga just didn't tell you that last week and I was wrong. Exactly. I think because of the field me and Keisha and like me going to school for it, I think that we see it from a different perspective. Like now that I'm into it, I I mean, I've never said, hey, you a bitch for telling me your feelings. I've never called a man that. I've never even made him feel bad about it. But now that I'm into it now, I understand more like, okay, y'all human too. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't make me look at you less if you feel like you can talk to me about whatever, whatever. I guess, I mean, some a lot of people that don't, a lot of women that it bothers them, they're not used to seeing that, so they don't know how to handle it. That's an outstanding citizen answer right there. See, we need some ain't shit bitches to further <laughs> shed light on the topic at hand. Um, <laughs> right? You, you feel what I'm saying? Realistically, like, I, I, I'm going to be real. A lot of this goes back to the way we was raised. A lot of women grow up in households where they're men are absent so they, they don't grow up with the father figure they're not there to understand the emotions of a man they're not under, they're not there to understand what a man is really supposed to do and at the same time a man the same thing for, for little boys they growing up without their daddy so they mama telling them you gotta be tough you gotta be the man of the house and they growing up as the man of the house at, at 5-6 years old and that's all they know so we putting our emotions on the back end at the end of the day you talk just to get it like, I learned that in full. It used to get on my head for crying. Like, yeah. what? I cried so much because I didn't want to talk about it. But when I finally started playing, he was like, oh, you see how you, you see how everybody know you the man now? You the man, you the man. So I was like, hey, I don't, I don't care. Hey, this is what I'm going to do. Right. I don't care what nobody say. It made me feel like I was masculine. If, I, if it was ever a moment that I didn't want to play, I was never going to say that because at the end of the day, that was what it was for me. You feel me? That was something that made me feel like I was a man. That made me feel like I was tough or whatever. Right. And the the further hit on that, we can actually transition to generational curses. With that being said, I know uh, Sweet Key and OG Tay had some things, some concerns as far as that post being posted with a 16-year-old boy, man to me, um, being laid across his father. Um, Did you want to go ahead and Continue that, OG. Yeah, go ahead. Continue that. Dean <laughs> is not a man. It's not a man. He's still a child. He's still a child that deserves love. All right. It doesn't matter if he was on his dad. That's his dad. We ain't talking about no random ass man that he laying up on. That's his dad. He wanted love from his dad. Cool. But just back to what Jeremy said, the whole not having a man in a household kind of is a generational curse. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to be a hypocrite because I just got divorced. But not having a man in the household, it does affect little boys and little girls. Um, I'm just now learning how to tell people I love them, be affectionate and stuff. Like, and I'm about to be 30. I'm just now getting to the point where I feel comfortable relaying my feelings to a man because I I ain't have a dad in the household. You know, I, I never had a, a man sit here and be like, I love you. This is how you need to be treated or whatever. And, um, 
my my ex husband, he's we like y'all know, he we co parent very well. He gives my daughter love and all that stuff, even though she's not biological. Yes, he makes sure that you know she feels loved and from man or whatever. So I mean, that's that is a big one. All right, sounds good. What you what you got to say about it, uh, Keisha? Okay, so um, I think about like breaking off the black, you know, generational curses, such as financially cutting off, you know, kids at age of 18. 18, you know, they're just getting out of high school. They don't have that job where they can pay a rent or whatever that is $800 a month. Cause you know, rent is high for a one bedroom nowadays. So I feel like, you know, us telling our kids they have to get out the house by 18, that shouldn't be the case. A lot of these uh, Caucasian people, they have their kids in their house till uh, they're like 24, 25. They can save up like $5,000 before they move out or whatever. You know, they give them a chance to build something in life before they actually put them outside. Um, so I think, you know, that needs to be cut off. Also, like, a lot of them let them stay home until they marry. Like, a lot of these Caucasian women don't even... I was about to say 50. Yeah, they... <laughs> Home with their parents, uh-huh. very like they don't play that shit. Right. A lot of white people also give houses, like they put money up towards the house as a wedding gift. They don't just give you gifts. Like, uh, here's another thing: since we're talking about generational curses, we got to take it all the way back to when we came here. We was kings and queens from the jump. Why y'all think we still like the chains and the glitz and the glamour? There's something that's instilled in us. It don't matter how much money we got in our pockets. We damn sure gonna look good if we can. That's yeah. something that's just built in inside of in, inside of black people. When we first see something, if me and Aaron and, and D walked up to each other right now, like, boy, you look good, boy. That nigga said, what are you gonna say? Shit, I'm just trying to get like you, my boy. <laughs> 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 but that's what it is. Exactly. That is a black person's thing. Yeah. At the end of the day, the generational curse, what the biggest one that we have is trying to knock each other down. The thing that we have, we have more power than anybody on, on this planet. When black people come together, it is a beautiful thing. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a black person. I've seen other races come together. I'd be like, that's kind of dope. But when black people come together, I don't care if we got sticks and cardboard. Nigga, we finna have houses in three days. I don't know how we do it, but we can make something out of nothing. And it's just, it's sad that we don't invest our minds in the right things. It, It starts when we're young and we... Like I said, a lot of times when we have a father figure in the household, we got to jump off the porch. And the first thing we think of necessarily focus on our future, on our career, or what we want to do when we 25 or 35. We trying to get some damn money when we 12, 13 years old to help mama with the groceries because ain't nobody going to help her with. Exactly. Definitely. I, I get that to my mom. My mom did not push me to move out. My mom, when I started working, she didn't ask me for no money. She was just like, "Set your shit, do you? And that doesn't come back often, especially between another generational curse, uh, black mamas and daughters. You know, they bump heads too damn bad. My mom like that. Um, hell no, I can still call my mama for anything, any day. Yeah. <laughs> But speaking of that, you know, taking from your kid, that's a that is a that's a big generational curse. Like having them pay bills in a house. I mean, I understand that, you know, maybe they can pay their cell phone bill, but they're making their first at McDonald's getting like right. They're making like what, eight dollars an hour. And you want them to pay the water bill? 
or I mean, water bill's not that much money, really. I mean, but let's be yeah, real. Let's you had water going you. before I moved in. You've had water going since. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's not do this, mama. Right. It's been the same type of water. I am not washing with a different water now that I'm 18. Right. Can you please get it together? Nah, for real. Right. I definitely understand that. I think, I think in a lot of a lot of black households, it's like we don't. I don't think our parents look at it as, or, or parents and other people's parents. Because my parents, like I said, my parents were very. My mom and my dad didn't make me get no job. Like football was my job. You feel me? Like as long as I was bound. You gonna go to school for free. You gonna go to school for free as long as you at, at eighteen. That might have been the thing. If I was if I was a regular nigga going to school, they might have been like, nigga, you gonna be up out of here at eighteen. But at eighteen, they already knew I was gonna be out of the house, so it really wasn't no question. It was like, okay, like let's let this nigga, you know, have a little bit of fun. But at the same time, other people I've looked at their situations. When they hit eighteen, it's like, oh, this nigga is out of high school. This nigga's my help now. This is my crutch. Like, this is somebody that I can lean on because I need, I need, I'm a grown. I want to do something with myself. So now that you're staying in my house, that little check, that little chip you got, that come to me too until you get out of my house. And it's kind of like contradicting themselves because it's like, damn, you want me to get up. But how am I going to get up if you keep pulling me down? Like, you keep pulling, you drawing what I'm, what I'm trying to get up with. Right, right. Exactly. It's only 24 hours in the day. You want me to work 22 hours at McDonald's? Yeah. <laughs> so I can pay you and get my own crib. It, it, it's just, it's just not gonna work right. <laughs> what you got on it, D Money? I mean, pretty much like I feel that way too when it comes to like black families. It's like 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 Keisha was saying, like at eighteen, they feel like that's the age to pretty much force their kid out, and that ain't right because yeah, by law at eighteen you grown, but I ain't. I ain't met too many people with their mindset being grown at 18. It takes yeah. you some time. You got to be in your mid-20s to really know what you're doing out there. It's work. And it's hard out here in the world, man. Like, even when you got a good job, you still got to manage right, the right way. Because yeah, car payments going up, cost of living going up, food going up. Like, you got kids. That's a whole nother subject right there. You got to worry about them, too. Especially so, with money management. I mean, I still have my... um shit tough. They uh, don't spend money well at all, as you two know. Um, Yo. Yo. <laughs> but, hey, look, man. Yeah, so I don't spend my. I still get. I'm still getting my shit together as far as that's concerned. But um, I feel like I didn't have the right mindset coming out um, of high school and shit like that. I was pretty much. Yeah. I feel like we don't have the right mindset as as our. When I say we, I mean me and my peers, because our parents never taught us that. Yeah, exactly, right. And I was, I was at eighteen cold. years old. The same time y'all talking about me get out your house. I don't. I didn't know nothing about taxes. Right. I exactly. didn't know nothing about. You know what I'm saying? Like what? I'm like I said. A lot of us was working at McDonald's, and we looking at our checks like, hold on, trap. Yeah. What is this NC and federal? Wait, nigga, they get my money to me, and I work. I figured that shit out by my damn self. I was like, wow. Like, but I mean, my dad told me a little bit of stuff about it, but I mean, I felt as though that I mean, it could have been a little bit more. But I mean, shit, he got he got his. I'm not gonna sit up here and blame my parents and shit like that because it's coming from a long stem of. Like, like, like we're saying, it's a generational curse. He has his things that he needs to do because he wasn't fully prepared because he has to work and do all that. He doesn't have time to do all this extra shit and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it can be done a lot better as far as that's concerned. That's all. Yeah, I feel like we need to start by doing 
generational game now. Like, you know, like we said, buying property and um, maybe like, you know, buying something and then letting it, letting it be rented, rented out a few properties, whatever, and then passing down to our kids so that they can already have money. Right. Or, I mean, I don't know if y'all ever watched Clueless when Cher was like, I got my daddy's credit card. Right. Her daddy probably already had her, her name on the credit card and let her have the credit card, let her spend whatever she wanted to spend on there and paid it off and then built her credit score up to whatever it was. Right. I mean, right. we gotta think about stuff like that. We have kids. We need to be trying to help them get their their credit established so that whenever they get out here in the world, that they'll have something to fall back on and then they can go out here and buy them a nice ass car or get them a, a real nice apartment, you know, and I really have to have a large down payment. But, you know, we need to just start thinking that outside the box and thinking about stuff that we can do now. Because, you know, our parents, they didn't, they had lack of knowledge of that stuff. Right. But now that we're older, we know this stuff. And our children are young, so we can, like, you know, build and maybe let them better. And instead, of, and instead of buying liabilities, buy uh, purchase a lot more assets instead. For that's how you really gain financial wealth. But a lot of adults, our generation, definitely need to be taught that as well because we know that. But a lot of motherfuckers do not know that. Yeah, a lot definitely of them definitely not. have no financial literacy. A lot of them don't care to know, though. That's the problem. Bro, I'm they trying to tell. Take their credit score before, wondering why they can't get shit. Like, yeah. yeah, some people do not give a damn about their credit score, and that shit is. Fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, they really think money is uh, more important. Yeah. <laughs> really not. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's definitely not. But uh, moving on, we got Nate Robinson getting his ass scrubbed across the floor. Um, <laughs> we- <laughs> 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 like you kept a straight face man, the whole time. I would have killed myself. I can't, I can't say that. That's why I started laughing when he said screw. People people are saying that, you know, we're we're we're, we're too hard on Nate Robinson and nah, stuff like that. Fuck that. No. Nate chose this. I, Nate say, chose this. I'll say this. And this is I'm gonna speak my piece on this. First Word. and foremost, when people tell you to stay in their lane. Stay in your fucking lane. This yeah. is exactly what they mean. This is a prime example exactly. of not staying in your lane. Yep. Remember Dave Chappelle had that when keeping it real goes wrong? Right. This is yeah. when switching lanes went wrong. <laughs> First and foremost, yeah. you are a basketball player. Yeah. What are you doing trying to box somebody? Now, first, now, now mind you, me personally, I'm talking last year, I would have felt like I could be the YouTube nigga too. But yeah. at the same time, I would have checked the nigga's stats and shit. You know, I would have Googled this. Nigga, you know, this nigga been boxing for quite some time. This nigga Nate Robinson didn't even last two rounds with this white guy. Right, oh like- my gosh, bruh. And then the next day, the boy took a picture with his jersey on. That was just downright disrespectful. That, hey, so, hey, who's fighting him next? Because at that point, if I'm Nate, I need a rematch, man. I, I when, do. When my boys come holler at me, I'm like, ah, that shit funny. See the thing so with yeah, Nate, man. He tried to he tried to brawl him, and 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 that's not what happens. It, it just goes back to staying in your lane. Like you cannot street fight this man. He already knew what you were trying to do. When you try to street fight a boxer, it's never gonna work out. Right, you you over here rushing this man? You already five three or whatever the fuck you. Night, night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, you, he, where, see where he went wrong? 
Hey, no, nah, for real. Seen that shit coming, bro. He would have jumped over that nigga. Yeah. Hey, you know he got bounced. He would have jumped straight over time. That little white boy head went looking crazy. He right. on the uppercut. Suzy came down. Exactly. But yeah, he he definitely got to get a rematch on that. What'd you think about the uh, Mike Tyson fight, though? I mean, that shit was just to take our money for real, for real. I think so, too. Too bad I watched it for free. Um... Yeah, you know, that's what I'm fired. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, all you got to do is type in Mike Tyson's free streams, and then we're there. Hey, what? I'm clicking that button. PPV, Mike um, Tyson versus... Exactly. Man, yeah, they just fought. They did that to uh, definitely make them boys some money, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, I heard... what kind of fight would you come out and say no knockouts? Exactly. I personally think... Roy caught Tyson a couple times, but Tyson damn sure he, he yeah. knocked that nigga out. But that was like the last fight with Mayweather. They ain't let him knock uh, old buddy out. I was mad about that because he definitely had a pump drop. What you talking about Conor McGregor fight? Yeah, he definitely about to put him on his ass. And he was like, nah, he done. Nah, let him oh, yeah, knock his yeah. ass off. You talking all that shit? Yeah. They exactly. should let him pump drunk his ass. Yeah, I mean. But see, that, that's why I was, you feel me? Dana White not going to do that because UFC brought a lot, got a lot of money from that. And then it would have really did nothing but tarnish the money. Right, but they only made six hundred dollars. Nate Robinson and Jake Paul. Man, that's a lie. Man, they made six hundred dollars. You oh, crazy man. if you thought that man made six hundred dollars for fighting? I was like for the sake. You that's couldn't even pay me six hundred dollars to fight a nigga on TV. Right? What you mean? I might take a L, man. I got to go back home for that. Nah, exactly. Six hundred dollars, bro. Oh, you already know. And these Facebook friends you got? Oh, we about to, they talking about you all year. Oh, yeah. They're going to kill me on Facebook. Hey, somebody can beat my ass for $600. Hey, look, I'll, I'll take an L for right. $2 million. I'll yeah, take an L. Anybody I'll can knock me out. for 600000 cash. What you talking about? Hell, yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Nigga, my Facebook picture the next day would have been me laying on the ground. No, for real. Exactly. Guess what? I would have had the money just like, and business business would have been started and house would have been bought. You feel Tyson me? pocketed around $10 million? That's crazy. $10 million? $10 And Roy Jones, Roy Jones Jr. made $3 million for his parents. So he got knocked out for $10 million? Nigga, I get knocked out for $10 million. Hey, yeah, nah, for real, I'm running exactly. it up. Niggas would be like, damn, how did this nigga Jeremy get so rich after getting his ass knocked out? Yo, that's what it did. Yep. I got my ass dropped. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, niggas can definitely meet me up for $10 million. I'm, I'm fucking with it. <laughs> I'm, uh, going, I'm going I'm going to jump into the punches. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Try to speed up the process. Go ahead now. What's crazy is Nate, he only made, well, Nate and Jake both made $600,000. I feel like this should, it shouldn't have been a share. It should have been like, you know, one get. Oh, that I feel was, like Jake should be mad because he should have made way more. He's experienced. Yeah. He's been doing this shit. Nate just yeah. did that shit just to do it. Like, I feel disrespected if I was him to be real. Man, what was up with right. that ring? That shit was small as fuck. 
Let me tell you why they both shouldn't have felt disrespected. Neither one of them. Because there was $600,000 and nobody yeah. really gives a fuck about either one of them. Now them niggas is relevant. No, in fact. That's why. But they did that shit for fun. And you became relevant. That that's that I'm man's, that's that, that's that man's profession. That's why I say he should feel disrespected. He actually trained and fucking fights. Nate just did that shit for nothing. He hopped out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah, see, that was his fault. He, when, when niggas be talking too much, then I beat that nigga ass. Actually, you were. And then what? Got his ass in my Moving on to the next he topic, man. Black people, bro. We got <laughs> how many kids is too many to <laughs> start messing with? <laughs> <laughs> Why people faces like that? How many kids, oh, man? How many kids, man? Hey, let me be. I, let me be perfectly clear with you. I, I, I like. I, I like kids, but yeah. I don't like kids. Like if yeah. that makes sense. Like I like. I don't like kids. badass. I might kids. not like your kid. Right. You feel me? I, I like my kid, but I might not like your kid. And it's a chance that you know what I'm saying. Just, if if you got control of your children. Then I can fuck with you. If you ain't got control of them motherfuckers, then I don't know. One kid is a little too many to me. But if you got two or three, come on now. I can't be cool driving no minivan, bitch. Come Damn, Trey. Okay. Just... Okay. 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 I can't be steezing like that. Oh. <laughs> that won't pay out. Actually, fuck you. Don't <laughs> <laughs> okay, first off, listen, Tay is Tay is very beautiful and somebody is gonna love her. Oh my god. <laughs> Why did you do this? Don't do that. Ding 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 ding. Mary, shut the fuck up. You got two kids. Ooh. Hey, wait, we ain't talking about me though. He said you got two and three, and first of all, I'm a male, so he ain't checking for me. We talking about women. So let's get back on topic. Thank you. Yeah. No. <laughs> 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 talking about females. When it comes to how many, kids, how many kids, he didn't say how many kids is too many kids for a female to have. He just said how many kids too many kids. Well, I would hope that I was or. talking. I, I, I'm definitely talking about how many, many kids. Exactly. Well, I mean, we on the same page here. We're talking about the topic in general. We're talking about the topic in general. Man, so, but he was here. We can chime in for. How many kids, too many kids for niggas to have. But you know that's not the normal issue here. Y'all the one that be having all the goddamn kids. That is exactly. what you mean. Stop. Stop. I have one kid. Stop. I have one kid. And niggas be having three and more kids. You're the lower but quartile. You know You're the lower quartile, okay? You're the lower quartile. It don't stop me from talking to him, though, do it. The bigger question is how many kids is too many kids. The problem is women fucking with niggas. Niggas who don't take care of the kids that they already have. Problem. Because mm. my kids take by both parents. Because how the fuck you gonna say how many kids to me and kids if the nigga don't see his kids? That nigga don't really have no kids in his man. So y'all living y'all life. Oh, I like that, Jeremy. Oh my That's god. Oh my god. So the one you talking to don't deal with his kids, man. If you like that. Different no, kids. See, she like that, but she ain't finna like what oh. I'm finna say right now. Uh-huh. The same situation is niggas can do that. Nine times out of ten, if you got some kids, them little bad bastards is with your ass, and we got to deal with you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Damn. 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 So yeah, you can dip and dodge and find you a nigga that don't take care of his kids, but it's not quite often you're gonna find a girl that doesn't take care of hers. Bingo. So we get down. We, when you jump with her. You jumping with her and, your- and her kids. Period. You're right. Because I'm not going to deal with no nigga who don't take care of their kids anyway. 
So for me, when it comes to a guy who has kids, I, I don't I don't normally put a, a number amount on it as long as you're taking care of them. Because you know why? Because more than likely, if he has numerous kids, unless he had a kid by one person, then more than likely, he's not going to have all his kids at one time. Yep. So to me, it's not an issue at all. It's just, you better be taking care of your kids because I have a kid too. And, you know, I know what it feels like to basically not have that person providing for their child all the time. A person who's like, you know, whatever the case may be. But, um, yeah, I don't I don't have a stipulation on how many kids. I, I don't want you to have 10 kids. Hell no. But, you know, <laughs> a few kids ain't gonna, ain't gonna hurt me, okay? Now, when it comes to birthday parties, like, you know, don't expect me to be buying all your kids some expensive gifts because kids are expensive, okay? So, having like, what the fuck? Thanks, kids. Birthday parties that I gotta do? That's what hey, if look, you already. If you see me yeah, fucking with a bitch, if you fucked up. I'm just saying, you know, if they have a lot of kids, I don't mind if it's a few kids, I'll buy a nice gift. But if you have like, you know, eight kids, if you're not gonna buy eight kids, two hundred dollars each. No, I'm, I'm gonna buy two hundred dollar gifts, but I will buy them a gift. <laughs> a what? A pencil I, sharpener? I can go in half what a you pencil sharpener? A what? A pencil sharpener? No, I'm not a no cheap person at all. Okay. But every gift ain't got to be expensive, though. It you know And you're right. They got good cheap gifts out here. And you're right. You're good. And that's, and that's why I said I don't mind dating. I don't have a number on how many kids a person has. But you said 10 is excessive. 10 is excessive. I'm not doing 10 kids. Bro, but you're not doing 10 Remember, at this point, if 10 is excessive, it's 5 to 10. Okay, well, that's. My cutoff is going to be my cutoff is. I can't even give y'all a cutoff. I'm sorry, I don't know. I mean, if I you haven't see, been in that situation to where. What's your cutoff? Okay, so let me let me let me let me explain this, right? Okay, so give me your number and explain. All right, that's all I want to hear. All right, one. All right, if you see me fucking with more than one, uh, <laughs> more than one, <laughs> if you see me fucking with a bitch with more than one kid, it's because that I'm trying to. Fuck. It's because I'm trying to fuck, and that's it. All that right, fuck. and then I'm up out of it. Right, <laughs> did you hear me? She got this. And I that hope any fly. female that's listening to this podcast who got more than or who got a lot of kids, I hope you hearing this. Are you talking? Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure. Oh, listen, if you listening to this podcast and you got more than two kids, baby girl, you might as well. Wow, 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 sweetie, that's what? that's some bullshit, sweetie. But you know, I don't give a fuck. Tag me, I don't give a shit. Look. If you got more than one kid, I'm just trying to fuck. That's it. All right, <laughs> that's it. I'm not. There, there will be no us getting married. None of that shit. Look at you trying to save yourself. I look. So when I was 17, right, I was talking to this 22 year old. She had three kids. So see, I kind of like got wind of that little. Not that bad. Let me explain you what's wrong right there. I'm gonna just stop you. <clears throat> You said 17, she was 22. At 22 years old, I was not mm-hmm. a 17 year old. She was delusional. She was looking mm-hmm. for you to come through and take care of those three muskrats. But continue your oh, no. story, brother. No, she, she was looking for me to come take her something. But anyway, you know, she was looking for me to come take her something else. But I mean, you know, she was cool. The kids, they was okay. One arm was a little bad. But that's where the problem lies. If the kids is well behaved, respectful, and the 
mama or daddy can control them. I control them, but you know, have them have them respectful to the other person. It's not that big of a deal. When those <laughs> motherfuckers bad, disrespectful, they don't know their place. They asking you like, what's your name? Where you work at? Like shit like that. How much money you got in your pocket? Like, hold up, bro. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like, listen, <laughs> I'm gonna head out at that moment. I'm gonna head out. <laughs> I'm just wondering why they asked. I've definitely had to jack up somebody's kid before. <laughs> you had a what? I had to jack somebody's kid up before. Oh my god! <laughs> oh and my see, that's, god! That's why after that, see that girl, that particular girl, she had two kids, and after that, I said I'm not doing no more girls with kids at all. But you know, one kid, and you take care of your kid. You know, what I'm saying your kid close to my daughter age, they can play with each other, do the whoop de whoop, have a time. We good. So, this particular girl, she got a little boy, she got a little girl. When I say them little motherfuckers was bad as hell. So, the little boy had the audacity to spit on me. Oh, no. And when that That's what the little girl did. I lost control. <clears throat> Let me tell you something. I put that little motherfucker up on the wall so goddamn fast. And, and then the mama got mad at me. The mama got mad at me talking about, don't put your hands on my kid. <laughs> your kids to keep to keep that goddamn nasty ass drunk. I mean, look, I feel her, but she should have corrected him before you did. She should already had his mouth, him picking his mouth up off the floor before you even reacted. He should have been getting up off the floor because she should have smacked the fuck out of him because that happened with me with the girl I was just telling y'all about when I was 17. We was at the park and the little dude spit on me and I didn't know how to react. I'm like, yo, should I beat his little ass? Like, she chased him around the park. But she got him, though. But I just, I wanted to get him. But I was like, nah, I can't touch nobody else's kids. I don't want to go to jail. He was 12 years old. He needed to learn a lesson. He, he, in the Bible, it says at 12, you become, you know right from wrong. And <laughs> he, he definitely was old. He definitely was old enough. I had to teach that nigga what the fuck he did was wrong. <laughs> so he, he, hey, he, he hit puberty, so he definitely wasn't going to get punched yeah, in the chest. Yeah. You know right from wrong. I had to teach that nigga that what he did was wrong, and everything was cool. You know, after I did that to him, you know, I let him play the game and shit. Bro. You know, everything was cool. <laughs> Hey, y'all remember that? Um, y'all remember that movie, The Stepfather? Nah, no, I never, no, no. nah, we ain't never seen that, man. What kind of? You I was gonna ask you because it was a no, no, no. It was a little part where the dad was like a the, the stepdad was like a he was like a serial killer. He would go get in good with like uh, families, and then he would change his hair and shit. He would kill all the families and dip out. But it was a part. And you made when you said something about the game. It was a part in there where he was where the little boy was playing the game all loud, and the mama kept telling him to turn it down, and he wouldn't turn it down. So the stepfather went up there and grabbed him by the back of his fucking neck and like yo. Him up, but like she said, turn it down. That's different though, because at that point he was married to her, so but nah, um, the way he grabbed him by the back of his neck, though, ain't nah, I wish a nigga would, right? I, yeah. I, well, I have three kids. So my cutoff number, um, Hell, three kids. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, Yo. You know, two weeks, motherfucker. Oh, chill out, chill out, man, chill out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on motherfucking vacation next week. Wow, wow. Hey, don't be like that. <laughs> Make sure you find a replacement while you're out. Hey, fuck you. So, Blitz so what's your cutoff, man? I'm, I've never dated. I've never been in a relationship with somebody with kids. Now, I've never avoided people with kids. It just happened that motherfuckers ain't have kids. So, um, to this day, I have not been in a relationship with somebody with kids. Now, if someone does have kids, I would think three, too, because 
And also depends. Like, if you got Man, three... Because if they got three and you got three, that's six. You see me? Y'all, how many cars y'all got that can fit all that's y'all? That's some pressure. I think it's like... I want, like, us to all be able to get in one damn car. Um, then if you got three kids by three different women... Chances are, sometimes all three of those women are not on the same accord. So somebody probably gonna be like, "Oh, my kid can't go," and I don't want to make nobody's kid feel left out because all three of mine are coming. So if that nigga if if put it down right, then he got it right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, hey, it, it's gonna you know, be blessed like that. And it's always that one baby mama that just don't wanna <laughs> don't wanna uh, get in. That's what I'm saying. Don't let go. Yeah, that's what <laughs> <laughs> See, you think about it as as somebody as as big stuff like, oh, we can't fit in the same car. The baby mama doing this, doing that. I'm thinking about even if you gotta get a bigger car. No, I ain't even worried about that. If it's six little fucking little rascals, if it's six little rascals, <laughs> even if we go to the dollar menu, nigga, that's like thirty dollars, nigga. Do you mm-hmm. realize that? No, it's more than that. It's fifty. It's more than that. It's my that's one meal, nigga. That's one meal. I have to think about. I hope. I mean, first of all, he gonna be working too, so that's two incomes. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's two incomes. But goddamn, that's too many goddamn kids. (laughs) All right, so look, so check this out. You and Keisha, since y'all women, I'm gonna ask y'all. So I'll be saying this shit a lot since we on this topic. I already see women that got one, two, three, four, five, six, maybe seven kids. But then she'd be like, oh, I don't want no dude with kids. And dude would be like, but you got such and such how many kids? And then they get mad. What is, what, what is, what's, what's up with that? It's weird, weird honestly, because I have no friend. Uh, what the hell? What at a goddamn time? <laughs> <laughs> That's because a lot of women don't want no other woman in his life. He got a baby mama. She probably thinking like, oh, y'all might uh. still be or like uh, them talking on the phone is a problem to her. A lot of women don't, they see it as competition. They don't want to date somebody that got kids because of the mom. It ain't. It don't even be because of kids. It be because of another woman. And then you have some people, of course, they don't want to deal with drama. I mean, I don't want to deal with no drama. I'm not about to argue with nobody's kids, mama. I'm, I'm not doing that shit. I've never been in that position. I hope I don't have to be. But I mean, that's why. And I guess they, they feel like if you got kids, the ones that's looking for daddies that don't have active dads in their life, they probably think like, if you got kids, how you gonna? That's that's just their mindset. Like, if you got three kids and I got five, how you gonna provide for mine? Those are the ones looking for dads for their kids. That's another reason why they don't want to date people with kids. Fucking basketball team. They got all man. the kids. Why you think they want to add kids to it? They can't remember their kids' names. Why they gonna add a couple more? Dashiki. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> Are you my daddy? <laughs> what, 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 what you got to say, Audi, sweetie? Um, I was gonna say I think that's kind of weird, but I do have a friend that's that way. She has one kid, and she don't want anybody who has kids. And I'm like, girl, but you have a whole son. And she's like, well, I just don't have to deal with the baby mama. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I understand, but it doesn't have to be about you dealing with the. But baby see, mama. even then, that's understandable. That's understandable because you're, you're you have one child. Just <clears throat> you're not asking a man to come deal with something totally unacceptable. Like that's... not no excessive shit. Like if you came in, you like, oh, okay, nigga, I got three kids. Like damn, bitch, I got six. I, I, I don't know why I said three kids because three is cool because my baby girl over there got three. But if it was four, stop <laughs> <laughs> real quick. I... Nah, but yeah. like, damn, don't don't bring me into the gate. Like, see, and, I, and the only reason I say three is bad for me is because I have a daughter. 
that's four. I'm one shy of a basketball team because I want more kids. And you feel me? At that point in time, you don't necessarily know if I'm coming in dealing with a girl who already got three kids. I don't know if she want to have no more babies. Right. Hell no. But now, um, like and, my- and if you're dealing with me, uh-uh, uh-uh, I'm shooting. Uh, hey, I'm Steph Curry when they get to the club. I am shooting. <laughs> shooting for the milk. Shoot, hey, shoot, hey, shoot or shoot, shoot or shoot. What would you about to say to him? He having three kids. You can. As the kids, equal amount of time as me. Like, we have them equally. So we both have the same time to date people, have our own lives. Like, we have them equally. Now, I mean, that don't work for everybody. I mean, because a lot of women don't want equal time. They want most of the time, I guess, to prove some shit. But not me. Go to your daddy. Uh, mama got a life. <laughs> y'all know who y'all <laughs> Uh, a lot of time where people are scared to date, thinking mama ain't gonna handle life. Sorry. Mama gotta have a life too. Why are you looking at the hey. screen like that? What's going on? Coughing so hard. <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> is that D money? Coughing like that. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Aaron, that was your smoker. Ass. No, it wasn't. I swear to God, it wasn't me. That definitely sounded like a fucking. That was not me. Uh, fucking, I was just uh, sitting here the whole time. It was fucking D money. It's no, it was right here. Seriously, that was not that me. That's the like Mary after cigarette commercial. That okay, so Mary. now y'all motherfuckers drunk. Okay, yeah, y'all playing with me. Uh, that was not me. Somebody just did it again. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's scaring me. Somebody's no, on this phone call. Me, I that was a growl. That was even a cough the second time. Yeah, that was, that was some pop smoke. Shit. <laughs> I swear to God that was not me. That's gotta be Aaron. You going to hell, man? I swear to God that was not me. Hey, first off, why is your arm so short? First off, <laughs> first off, I didn't reach it all the way. Stop playing with me, hey Jeremy. Right. See, I got you. We, we, all right, let's see. Look, it's up, man. Don't worry. We're going to the timeline after this. Don't worry about it. <laughs> what, what was you finishing saying, Taya? Man, I don't even fucking know no more. You growling? She like the way I heard. It wasn't me. Somebody, somebody hungry and shit. Stop growling. <laughs> we gonna move on to the next topic, man. <laughs> move on to the next topic, man. ASAP Rocky dating right. the fucking real. Somebody just did it again, and it wasn't that was, me. That was Darian. Bro, did y'all got a dog? No, it was not. Bro, I ain't even move my mouth. What is going on? <laughs> that nigga said you just cleared your throat, bro. You just cleared your throat. I just heard you. And I saw they said they had somebody growl. Whoever yellow light come on. Whoever yellow light come on. It sound like you growling. All right, I'm going to watch the yellow light next time. All right, moving on to the next topic, man. We got We got ASAP Rocky dating Rihanna, man. And girls that have best friends that end up dating their best friend, which is the same issue here. Okay, so ASAP Rocky dating Rihanna, right? They they were best friends before. They've been best friends for a long time. Huh? He been hitting that shit for a long time. Huh? What'd you say? Um, okay. Which is hey, what's wrong with that? They can't be besties and date. You know. Wait, what? You know, see, that's that's the thing, right? How is that acceptable? You know, see. Okay, what? see okay if so it was a role if it was a role reversal and I dated my best friend, I'm pretty sure. Thank you. A Thank lot you. of women be like, uh-uh. uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't see an issue in it because 
thing about it is whenever it's best for a person to be friends before they be in a relationship because you get to learn that person and you know what to do and what's not to do in that relationship. <laughs> so they may have just been friends or best friends at one point and then the relationship, you know, got more deep and they decided to pursue a relationship. And that's where it's at now. So I don't see no issue in that. Did you want to start first, I mean, Jeremy, or you want to I haven't done it, but I'm just saying, like, I don't see no issue with them doing that. Let me, let me, let me talk my shit on this one. Let me talk my shit on this one, okay? So, um, when y'all are saying that, you know, we're not allowed to have girl best friends and stuff like that and shit like that, y'all, I, I know some of y'all say it may not be, remember, it's not going to be you guys because you guys are outstanding citizens, quote unquote. <laughs> um, um, but these girls, they like to have one in the pocket for later on. Right, uh-huh. they like to save one in the pocket for later on, case a nigga fuck up. Oh, I got my best just, friend to fuck. Just, nah, that's that's the, that's the guy that's on base. You know, you feel me? So, and that's that bullshit, and that's the exact same situation that's occurring right now. And after the, all this time, oh, they, hey, oh, baby, that's just my best friend. We've been best friends all this time, and then after y'all break up, now y'all fucking. Like, what the fuck? Make it make sense. Can't be on some other shit, cause like. At that point, whenever a female does that, I feel like they were like very vulnerable. I'm not making no excuse. They were vulnerable and they went to their best friend, their person, their best friend, who probably already wanted to fuck them. Probably, mm-hmm. you know. I could see it in his eyes. I could see it in his eyes. You know, you know and when took I advantage it, of her. Oh. Or she took advantage oh. of him, or whatever the case may be, because she was vulnerable at that time. But I mean, I do see that that does happen to some people, but not every, not like that all the time. Sometimes it just they just decide, okay, well, look, I mean, I, I I love you as a friend, and I feel like you know our relationship can go deeper than what it is, and now I want to see where we go. And if it doesn't work out, then we could just go into being friends as long as we haven't fucked, but we know it's being friends if we don't, you know, work out that way. And then y'all decide to go back and fuck with a new nigga, and then y'all still best friends with that same friend, and be like, oh, um, how, how long have you guys been friends? Not telling that nigga that y'all don't fuck with folk. Like, but no. No, but if I if I fuck somebody who I uh if I I'm not gonna be best friends with somebody who I fuck with, it's not gonna happen. So what happens I mean, to the friendship afterwards? But would you? Hello? Who would she say, yeah, I'm going? Hello? Like that. Like, I might joke with him when, like, you say, I might joke with him every now and then. I might joke. But it never been a situation to where I'm like, okay, I'm about to come fuck you or.
all like we might have a little hee-haw joke like oh if we got married by the age of 35 then you know let's let's date each other or something but it's never but it's having been nothing serious like uh-huh. I don't joke with my best friend. You know he done blew that. You know he done blew that. Oh, what'd you say? What'd you say? Oh, gee, you said you don't joke with your best friends, huh? So the culprit is Sweet Key. Let's get back to her, Sweet Key. So you're joking. It means you know it, it, there's a possibility, right? Is that correct? No. Oh, uh, you can't it's joke not a possibility. Y'all know I'm a fucking clown, so don't play with me. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my best, my best friend doesn't mail like that. No. Oh. Uh, Mm. I like the clown too, but not this type of way. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm a clown like that. Because if I get the clown, then I'm going to get the clown. And, hey, I'm going to jump so, right out some drawers. <laughs> <laughs> but it don't be nothing of no, like, oh, I'm going to fuck you or anything crazy of that nature. Mm. It's all jokes. No, but if, if I'm joking, that's because I'm flirting. I ain't even going to lie. Oh, speak on okay. it, um, okay. OG. That, okay, that's speak on it, OG. She, she turned comedy club. Speak on she it, OG. Comedy club, she wanna. <laughs> she wants some dick. People first. <laughs> I just say a little funny shit if I like somebody, but no, I'm not. My male best friend um, that I have now, no, I've never said nothing like that because I don't view him that way. That's like a brother to me. But now, if I get to flirting shit, no, that's because there's intentions behind it. That's all I'm saying. Mm, okay, it, okay, nothing, okay. Nothing you said when you get to flirting, it's number four coming, baby. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> These twos are tied. There's no more babies coming out of here. Wait, are, are you serious? <laughs> if you got so somebody shooting the, the club up, they definitely shooting the club up. You hear me? She got three. Somebody shooting the club up. Ain't five, 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 five. <laughs> she, she ain't catch that last one slipping for no reason. Tubes are tied. Man. But anyway. You know, man, it is what it is. Cream pie. Cream pies. You're fucking gross. What What you mean? What What you mean? What you What you What you you What you you who? What? HR. Okay, see, I, I see. I'm gonna have to press the group. What? So therefore, there is no HR here. I okay? see. I all see. All you got to do is block. Yeah, Aaron HR. Thank you. Now, fuck the fuck. Aaron belong to HR. If Aaron is HR, I feel. Aaron belong to HR. Aaron is HR. Okay. Me and Tay. Me and Tay is HR. That's who the fuck is HR. I don't know. Hey man, okay, Condoleezza Rice. We gonna go ahead and wrap this up, man. I appreciate y'all for rocking out with us again.